Welcome to the audio podcast for Saturday Night Life. SNL is a ministry of Northwood Church, and our hope is that this will be a tool that blesses and encourages you in your walk with Jesus. If you want to learn more about Northridge Church or SNL, you can visit us at nrchurch.ca or join us for Saturday Night Life at 7 p.m. on Saturday evenings. Until we meet, be blessed and enjoy the word for this evening. Welcome to Saturday Night Life. My name is Aaron, and I will be your host tonight. What's up? SNL is a ministry of Northridge Church. You are welcome to experience everything that Northridge has to offer. After tonight, we meet Sunday mornings and look forward to seeing you again. If you have kids, ask someone about the different free programs and activities we offer during the week. Northridge and SNL are proud to partner with Hope for Freedom Society. We are big fans of this ministry and count ourselves fortunate to work alongside them this way. Celebrate, celebrate Recovery is a place to experience freedom from life's hurts, habits, and hang-ups. We have a group that meets Friday nights just down the road at Highway Church, and there are literally CR groups all around the world. If you know that you're going to be moving out of town and want to know more about how to connect with CR, where you'll be living, just let us know. We like to celebrate recovery here at Saturday Night Life. If you are comfortable sharing where you're at in your recovery, Take a moment to stand up and share your milestone. Nice, congratulations, Kobe. It's awesome. 65 days, that's great, Otis. 35 days, still good. 30 days, that's awesome, Greg. 73 days, nice. How many days, Mario? 30 days. Nice. 95 days. It's good as well. Anybody else? No, that's it, I think. 35 days. Oh, 35. Congratulations, Jamin. Love you, man. Uh, and I have, I think, 40-something days. I'm not really keeping track, so <laughs> somewhere around there. Uh, take the Bible with you wherever you go. YouVersion is a Bible app for your phone. It also has Bible studies and the ability to highlight and share what you're reading. Check it out the next time you have access to your phone. If you don't have access to a hard copy of the Bible, we have one just for you. Just connect with the leader following the service and we'll make sure that you get one. All our SNL services are streamed live on Facebook. Hello, people on Facebook. I hope you come out here one day. Uh, during the week, you can watch the replay on YouTube or check out our podcast version on Spotify. If you're watching online right now, stay connected by liking, following, or subscribing so that you never miss a service. Uh, we serve coffee because we want, we want to encourage you to linger and hang out. So make sure to refill your cup and enjoy a good conversation. <laughs> also, the dishwasher is currently broken. If you want to be a special blessing this week, please stick around and lend a hand to get them washed for tomorrow morning. In fact, if you really want to be a hero, look to help out tomorrow morning as well because we're going to need to get them washed ahead of the Spanish service. Take some time to check out the free clothing avail available for you tonight. That has been brought especially for you, so don't be shy, take as much as you want. We have some brand new chair protocols. First, please don't move the chairs to a special spot, especially at the back of the room. 
We put some time and effort into the arrangement of the chairs and want you to be part of things. Second, if you're av available to help add some more chairs after tonight's service, that would be very much appreciated. Finally, if you're able to help take away the side sections after tomorrow's service, that would also be appreciated. Once again, we're glad you're here. If you've got your Bible, you can open it to the book of Mark and get ready to learn a little bit more about Jesus. He's the reason we're here. Good job, buddy. Whose water is this? Anybody's water? I know. Is it? Is it? I was wondering if it was Bob. Bobby, is it? Oh, sweet. <laughs> now I don't have to. It's so gross when you see me slurping on a bottle of water. I don't know. Um, I got some funny stories, actually, since I last spoke. Uh, <laughs> Halloween has happened, and uh, we had this little girl come to the door, and she was little, like, like your little girl little, maybe a little younger. And she had this little power, pink Power Ranger outfit on, and I went down, and I'm like, oh, you're cute. You're a little Power Ranger. And she looked at me, and she went, and you're old. <laughs> I swear, that's what she said. So I tripped her down the stairs. Would you take this, you little brat? I didn't really push her down, but it was just gentle. But I couldn't believe it, for real. She said, and you're old. Like, I was wearing a costume of old. And then, and then fast forward to just the other, uh, was it just the, uh, last Sunday. Last Sunday, I had my son and I went shopping. And I came back with a bunch of clothes. And... Uh, I just need some, I wanted some new clothes for work, I, and I thought, I'm going to go get some. take Joey, my younger son, uh, the boy that was playing here a while ago. And so I, I was, I'm like, oh, uh, boat, boathouse, does that sound right? Is that a kid's thing? Yeah, I, well, this old man went to the kid's store, and I mean, big kid's store, and, 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 and I saw these two shirts. I'm like, oh, these are nice shirts, and they're flannel. I like flannel, and they're the plaid, and I, I take them home, and I put them on. My wife goes, huh. I'm like, what? It's a nice shirt. I really like it. It was a Dickies. It was beige kind of plaid, right? It was dark brown and some blacks in it. You look a lot like Buzza. And, and I'm like, what? What do you mean? What's that bad? Do I look? And I phoned David. I told him about this too. I said, I said, what do you mean? Is that like, is that like a criticism? Do I look? What is wrong with Buzza? She goes, nothing. It's just weird that you're looking and morphing into Buzza because I got this now and then so i'm telling dave this story again today and then i'm like he goes i got the same shirt on so we're like i don't know what's going on it's odd as heck but i thought i'd share share that and uh yeah you you look like buzza i'm like oh. well it's not i don't think they find him an unattractive man but i'm not a good judge on who's good looking and who's not but he seems all right and so i'm like well okay and he, i think he's younger than me too so i'll take that too but, uh, yeah, so that was, uh, oh, hey, the other thing I was going to say is I don't know if you guys pay much attention to the praying, prayer, the praying, the praying that goes on over here, but next time do, just even just, there's nothing wrong with eavesdropping, there's nothing against eavesdropping, because the prayers that we were praying today, tonight, have a lot to do with our message and a lot to do with what I, I had a crummy week, I had another friend pass away uh, two days ago. Really good friend. I used to work with him. And he was always, his name's Jim. And he was always like safety Jim. And for some reason, he wore, he didn't wear a seatbelt. 
and uh, yeah, his wife's in Mexico, and he went to do an errand, and his car rolled over, and and that was that. So the prayers, honestly, listen to them because sometimes like the prayers helped. The prayers are even I don't, and, and it happens a lot when Jessica plays the music too that it matches matches our message or what I say at the end matches. So. Uh, there's value in listening to that. I just wanted to share that with you. And um, the other thing is, I know I say this all the time. It sounds like I'm begging for friends, which I'm really not. But I'm on Facebook. <laughs> Please be my friend. No, but when, I'm, when I say that is, I'm, I will, if you guys want to reach out to me on Facebook, my kid says that's boomer stuff, but I don't know. I, I will. I am. And, the, and if you need somebody to talk to, I will talk to anybody on Facebook throughout, as long as I'm not at work. Although sometimes you guys grab me at work and I'm like, on my coffee break, I'll chit-chat. And then um, as long as I'm not sleeping, I will answer always. And my family knows that when I'm on the phone at the dinner table, <laughs> and I answer when I'm out, I'm like, hey, I'm on. I t I'd rather, honest to goodness, I would talk to you until you feel better. I will talk to you till that whatever, whatever you're going through goes by or fades or helps you change your perspective or... If you just need somebody just to vent, holy, I've had such a bad day, right? I'll be that guy, if that helps. And, uh, and just message me, too. You don't, you don't have to reach out to be a friend. You can Facebook message me, I think you can, without being a friend. I'm not very savvy on this stuff. I know it doesn't show, but, <laughs> okay, so I, uh, we're going to read out of the book of Mark. And uh, chapter 9, starting at verse 14. Oh, sweet. Okay. And uh, I'm just going to read it. I'm going to read the first little bit. And I started doing this, and I'm like, oh, man. I literally could go through, like, pages, and we could be here for weeks and weeks. I know you guys are already rolling, like, shut up, Bennett. Don't go on for weeks and weeks. But I, I, I have been really, really, really enjoying going through Mark and sharing with you guys and just sharing. And, and, and to me, it, it, like I said before, you notice things when you do these studies or when you're, do, you're taking your notes and you're just focusing on each word, at least I try to, focus on each word and the value in each word and how things are said. That being said, I'm going to start reading. When they, re when they returned to the other disciples, they saw a large crowd surrounding them. Some teachers of religious law were, were arguing with them. When the crowd saw Jesus, they were overwhelmed with awe, and they ran to greet him. What's, what, are you, what is this you're all arguing about? And I like this too. I know you're like, oh, Bennett, already, shut up. But no, he, he knows already. He knows what you and I are arguing about. He knows what the ridiculousness is, right? But this is, it's, one of the men, he always does, and I, and I think he does it to, uh, for us to look inside. Like, what's going, just so pay attention. Just, I'm sorry, but I'm excited. I seriously am. I feel my heart going, I am. Uh, so Jesus asked, one of them in the crowd spoke up and said, Teacher, I brought my son so you could heal him. This is, he, he is possessed by an evil spirit that won't let him talk. And whenever the spirit seizes him, it throws him violently to the ground. Then he foams at the mouth and grinds his teeth and, and, and becomes rigid. And other translations says he also becomes weak afterwards. So I asked your disciples to cast out the evil spirit, but they couldn't. They couldn't do it. Jesus said to them, you faithless people, how long must I be with you? How long must I put up with you? Bring the boy to me. So they brought the boy. But when 
The evil spirit saw Jesus. It threw the child into a violent convulsion, and, and he fell to the ground, writhing and foaming at the mouth. How long has it been? How long has this been happening? Jesus asked the boy's father. He replied, since he was a little boy. The spirit often throws him into the fire or into the water, trying to kill him. Have mercy on us. Help us, if you can. What do you mean, if I can? This is the part I love. This is the part that, as I'm reading this, I might be over-reading it, but I read into it. It's like, I think, I, I, I honestly, my favorite song that we sing is he's a good, good father, and my son just made me a mess when he was singing it up here with us. I don't know if you guys remember, and I'm just like snotting a mess, and then I'm like, because he is a good father, and, and, and I, this, this immediately reply, immediate reply makes me think of me as a dad. Dad, can you fix this? Of course I can fix this, right? What do you mean if I can? I will fix it. You're my boy. That's what I'm reading into this, and I'm, just so... Don't beat me up. Hold on. Anything is possible if a person believes. Anything is possible. What father tells his son or daughter limits of their life? What, daughter, what father says, yeah, well, you know, you're not the sharpest kid in the drawer, right? No. Anything's possible if you believe, Steve. The father instantly cried out, I do believe, but help me overcome my unbelief. Slash doubt. When Jesus saw the crowd of onlookers was growing, he rebuked the evil spirit. Listen, you spirit that makes this boy unable to hear and speak. He said, I command you to come out of this child and never enter him again. Then the spirit screamed and threw the boy into another violent convulsion and left him. The boy appeared to be dead. We're going to go over that too because that just, honestly, that, that, that little bit, I never read it before, but pay attention in the next couple minutes. A murmur ran across the crowd, and the people said, he's dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and helped him to his feet, and he stood up. Afterwards, when he was alone in the house with the disciples, they asked him, why couldn't we cast this evil, out the evil spirit? This kind can be cast out only with prayer. Now, this is crazy. Like, honestly, you guys, I'm just, sometimes I sit there, and I'm, freaking nervous and I'm freaking out but I'm just I'm so excited about this message message and I know what that means it means I go on but just hang in there so they come down from the mountain previously you wanted to go up to the mountain to, if you go back a couple passages they went up to the mountain to be alone and when they came down they were met with people arguing they're meeting they're met with uh, scribes scribes for those you got uh, can you go back to verse 14 thank you Arguing, uh, sorry, arguing with some teachers of religious law. Arguing. But they, they were arguing that, honestly, I truly don't know what they were arguing about, but could, why were they arguing when there was a little boy fully possessed? Why were they not addressing the little boy's needs instead of going, you know what, you disciples suck. Or you're followers of Jesus, we don't, we, we don't believe you. Why would they have not, if they had a heart of God or for God, why would they have not gone to the little boy, those kids there, the kids that were there? I was thinking about this whole, sorry, you guys, I was focusing on your children. I'm like, this is so awesome that they're here because it, it obviously just motivated me even more. And then and, 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 and so the demon-possessed boy was left to, left to struggle while all these people were arguing. And this is the part I like too. Jesus says, 
What are you arguing about? Why? Why? Like, why? What are you arguing about? There's a little boy here. And, and, and uh, I, I, I was reading in my studies. I was in my studies, and it says the, he, the boy was possessed with a spirit that wouldn't let him talk. And back in the day, uh, uh, Jewish leaders, religious leaders, like, they had people that were specifically for act, doing exorcisms. And they would go, whatever, uh, let's see, the little kid's name is Timmy. Timmy, what is your evil spirit? And if the evil spirit gave a name, then they believed. As long as they had the name, they could call upon the name of that spirit and clear it. But this kid couldn't talk. So now they're freaking out. They don't know what to do. The religious leaders don't know what to do. And here's the part, that, uh, another insight into who Jesus is and what he is can do for us. And, 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 and he wasn't limited by that. He didn't have to ask for the Spirit's name. He had full dominion and has, has full dominion over all of that. And I wanted you guys to, to, to try draw a parallel to some of the things that happened to this boy for years. For, for those of you who don't know, I... I, I before I had the job I have now, I used to be a welder. Oh, the water's actually perfect timing. <laughs> and I would quite frequently weld, weld in the alleys of, off of East Hastings, north and south side, Maine and Hastings, a bunch of times. And I would see the side effects. When I, when I, my, my problems when I was younger were never drugs. I would always, I loved drinking. And I loved getting drunk and it just never worked out, obviously, without saying, right? And, but drugs freaked me out, and, and, and so, and it freaks the guys I work with. And, and thankfully, for working with you fellows at Hillen and the people with Hillen, I can, you know, you look at people in a different way. Like, there was guys, that you remember, they were shooting up in my mirrors on the side of my trucks. I'm like, hey, boys, I got to move the truck. And they're like... And right in the middle of whatever their magic they're performing. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, okay, no problem. And I wasn't a jerk. People want to be treated with love and respect, right? And, and, and they'd have all their crud on my hood. I'm like, boys, I'm just going to leave your stuff on my hood. I don't care. I'm just going to pull ahead. I'm not driving away because they'd freak out that I was going to drive away and leave their stuff on the ground or whatever, right? And, and, but all the time I spent downtown and spent just actually living in Maple Ridge, for that matter. Pay attention to what's going on with how this, this boy is behaving. And, and, and I got to tell you, for the things that peop, you see people, the way they behave, their conduct, or actually not so much the, their conduct, but it's after, I want to say this the right way, because I, I, I after they take what they figure is going to make them feel better or make them escape, what a human being looks like. If it doesn't look like it's from the devil, I don't know what does. So, so Jesus, <laughs> I, I'm, they asked, they cast out the evil spirit, but they couldn't. And I like Jesus in verse 19. He says, You've, and, and, and I'm paraphrasing, but it's, it's, it's like Jesus saying, come on, you guys. You've been with me. I've fed the 5,000 people. You understand that you, all you have to do is call upon me, and I will heal. I will cast out. 
What, what, what? Come on, you guys. Figure it out. So the part I love, too, is he says, bring me the boy. And this is the part I, I don't know, is, is I haven't grown up the way I did and the way some of us did. Jesus just, and, I, and I, maybe I'm reading too much into this, but again, the good father says, bring me the boy. Bring me the boy. And I can picture this. And I was picturing this. And again, I don't like adding into the Bible because the Bible is all we need. The words of the God of, of, the God, of God of, is all we need. But I'm thinking, and then you tell me if I'm wrong, but Jesus says, bring me the boy. And I don't think Jesus is talking over the boy. I don't think he's talking at the boy either. Bring me the boy. He comes to the boy's level as he comes to our level when we need him for anything. So they brought the boy. And when the spirit saw Jesus, it threw the child into violent convulsions. The part I like is this, is that the spirit knew that his time was running out. That he was one word from, the, from Christ. He was gone. But the, even still, this is how insidious it is. This, and, and, and I feel this way with recovery, too, with drugs and alcohol. Every struggle, every day that we're cleaner, every day that we're cleaner, that spirit still wants to chuck us on the ground and make us a mess on the ground. He wants us sleeping in the ditch. He wants us not hanging out of everything. He wants us a mess. He wants us driving into a bridge because we're so drunk we can't drive straight. He wants your family hurt. He wants you hurt. He wants us hurt. So bring the boy to me, he says. And it immediately threw him to the ground. And, and I believe, I truly believe that when you come here, gentlemen, and if you have that spirit with you, that that spirit will not be long with you if you keep coming here and if you listen to the word of God and read the word of God. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. And, 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 and this is the part I like, too, because it, God talks not only to the boy. He talks to the father. He talks to our whole family. He looks at the dad and goes, how long has this been happening? Jesus knows. Jesus was well aware that it's happening. Tell me, dad, how long has it been happening? And he says, since he was a little boy. And, 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 and different translations or different studies, I noticed that they said that, that he, uh, he could, he might have, like, were symptoms of, 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 of epilepsy. But if it was symptoms of epilepsy, he, could have, he wouldn't have called it a spirit. He wouldn't have called it a demon. He wouldn't have cast it out. He would have healed him of leprosy. And then the, the best part, the best part I love is, is, it's the, the father, the father is, 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 he believes in Jesus and who Jesus is. And this is so much of us too. So much of who we are. We, and I remember this, especially for new Christians. And some of you fellows who've been newly baptized, you go, I believe you, Jesus, but I still have a couple of doubts. I still have a, a couple of things in the back of my head I don't quite get. Why did I endure these things? Why did these things happen to me? Or, or what about my future now? Because I still have these thoughts from my past. I still remember what happened. 
Rebuke it in Jesus' name. Jesus clears the path for you. Jesus, I'm sorry. Jesus is just, what do you mean if I can? Anything is possible if a person believes, like sobriety. There are walking examples in this room of what sobriety looks like and what, what Jesus' healing does to a, a heart and a mind. In the, uh, he, he, and I believe that he, Jesus just says, I command you to come out of this child. And, and for those of you who don't know, we are called children of God. We that believe in Jesus, we are his men, we are his little boys and his little girls. We are his children and he is the good father and he com he will, can and will, if you call upon him, come at, cast out whatever is holding us, whatever is preventing us from being sober, from what is ever preventing us from, from, from just remaining clean. I truly believe it. Because I, 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 it breaks my heart to see people. I saw some guys just, just the other day uh, that I recognized by, by, by the Salvation Army, and it breaks my heart. It breaks my heart that we give in to that, that, oh, you know what, just, and, no, and thinking that you can do one more, one, a little bit of something that nobody's going to notice that this is going to fix the solution, and it clearly doesn't. That's the crazy lie. That's the crazy lie that we tell ourselves, and, 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 and I want you to read this part, too. Uh, verse 26, if we can't, am I there? There we go. Uh, oh, that's not it. There we go. I command you to come out and then pay attention. This part blows me away. Then the spirit screamed and th threw the boy into another violent convulsion. The boy appeared to be dead. Since he was a little boy, he was tormented. Since he was a little boy, he was terrorized by a spirit, by the devil. This was the first time in that little boy's life where he had peace. Think about it, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. This is the first time where he was just laying on the ground, enjoying the feeling of the ground, looking up at the sky, going, this is your sky, God. This is everything I hoped for and prayed for, God. Think about it. He was no longer, was that boy had to worry about anxiety or fear. It was gone. He was just sitting there. And again, I know I'm adding to the Bible, and, and I, I hope I'm not adding wrong, and I hope I'm not doing wrong, but all I can imagine is, is I remember when I became a Christian, and I remember when the, when, the, when the Holy Spirit came, and this little boy now is from being thrown, being thrown into the fire. If there was a fire, the Spirit would go, you're going in there. If there's water, they were, it was falling in the water. He was terrorized everywhere he went. And I can think of this in the same way, too. We walk down the street, we are terrorized with temptations. We are terrorized with, oh, this is a bad day today. This is a bad, oh, I, you know what would fix this? It's just, if I just had a sip, if I just had something, if I just had something, this would make it better. It won't and it doesn't. Jesus took him by the hand and helped him to his feet, and he stood up. Just as the Holy Spirit, when we give our lives to Jesus, 
stays with us and helps us and is, is with us. Is, is with us. Nice. More water. My tongue stuck. And is with us. When we call upon him, and even when we don't call upon him, because he's looking, when we're walking, we're like, uh, you hear and you, you, you understand that you already know when you're about to do bad, what you're doing is bad. That is the Holy Spirit telling you, boys, and sorry, I keep saying boys, but there's ladies here, ladies and gentlemen, that's the Holy Spirit. And if you skip to 42, please. I totally went to 49. Actually, did I say, I, I, 38, I think is where I originally said. John said to Jesus, Teacher, we saw someone using your name to cast out demons, but we told him to stop because he, he wasn't in our group. Nice, he's not part of our group. Don't stop him, Jesus said. No one who performs a miracle in my name will soon be able to speak evil of me. Anyone who is not against us is for us. If anyone gives you even a cup of water because you belong to the Messiah, I tell you the truth that that person will surely, surely be rewarded. Now pay attention to this, ladies and gentlemen. Close attention to this. But if you cause one of these little children who trust in me to fall into sin, it would be better for you to be thrown into the sea with a large millstone hung around your neck. If your hand causes you to sin to cut it off, it's better to enter eternal life with one hand than go into the unquenchable fires of hell with two hands. If your foot causes you to, cut, causes you to sin, cut it off. If it is, it's better to enter the eternal life with only one foot than be thrown into hell with two feet. If your eyes cause you to sin, gouge it out. It's better to enter the kingdom of God with only one eye than two eyes and be thrown into hell. Where the... This is so gross. Because they, honestly, I'm not afraid of spiders and snakes. Maggots. <laughs> Where the maggots never die and the fire never goes out. For everyone will be tested by, with fire. Salt is, I think, is that as far as I went? Yes, okay. So I want to, this, again, this is the other part that got me all psyched up. And I'm sorry, but I'm, I'm going at it. So I'm going to start at 42 understand this. If anybody's screwing with your sobriety, ladies and gentlemen of Christ, if anybody's screwing with your family, if anybody is screwing with your walk that puts you between you and Jesus, it is better for them to be thrown into the sea with a large millstone. If anything comes between you and God, the good Father takes care of it. And I want you to understand this too. And, and, and I thought of this, tried to think of this in a, in a perspective of, of recovery because I never really thought of it until I started. This. And, and, and it sounds bad. If you cut off your hand, cut off your hand if you're, if you're screwing up, right? But think about it. If, if, we, if your hand causes you to sin, if, you, if your hand is reaching out for crap that you shouldn't be grabbing, if you're filling your hand full of stuff that doesn't belong on in your body or in that hand, take it out of your, remove it. Get it out of the situation. 
If your feet take you to where you shouldn't be going, if your feet take you to the alley to grab it, or downtown Maple Ridge or any other location, if your feet take you to what you think is going to fulfill that itch, the path of destruction, if your eyes are looking at, oh, seriously, that's what I need right now. If your eyes are looking Instead of at my beautiful son and my beautiful savior who gave me that son, if I'm turning my back on that and looking at this, that this is going to get rid of my pain, instead of going to this, the gift from him, gouge that eye out, turn away. It is serving you no purpose. I'm sorry, I'm getting all wrapped up. If the band wants to come up. It, it, so, come on up, band. I got some more after this. But it is better. It is the better to turn on your heels. And if not walk, run. Run away so that you do never, ever, 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 ever have to go put your back to your children, to your family, to everything that you care about over your, over your temptation. So, the alternative to what I was talking about is this. Walking in God's footprints. Grab a seat, boys. I'm not done yet. Grab a seat. I'm not going to... Grab a seat. Grab a seat. I'm not done yet. I'm not letting you go yet. The alternative is not walking in our direction. It's not reaching out for what we think is the right thing. It's not... It's walking in the example that Christ has given us. It is using God as our compass and our guide. It is raising our hands to God and our, turning our eyes to Him for help. If everybody could just bow their head for a minute. If there's anybody here who feels that they've come in with a spirit that needs to be prayed for and cast out. If you're walking in temptations and you're having a difficult time trying to turn away, raise your hand. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus is here. And the Holy Spirit is here, not to direct you to the past and the things, the mistakes you made, but to clear a path for your future and, and to be your benchmark, your guide for everything and every decision, decision going forward. Let's close your eyes. Lord Jesus, you saw the hands. You saw the hands that went up. And I'll put my hand up too, because I'm completely honest. There's temptations every day. There is temptations every day that is put in our way. And I cast it out in Jesus' name. I rebuke it in Jesus' name. I rebuke it and ask you, Lord Jesus and Holy Spirit, to be with me every day of my life and every day of, the, of everybody here in this, this gym, to be with them every day of their life. I thank you so much, Lord, for dying on the cross and, and giving us the Holy Spirit. I just, I know 
A life of addiction is not what anybody wants. It's not what anybody really truly chooses. But when we choose you, Lord Jesus, we choose a life of freedom. When we, when we look to you, it is freedom. When we grab a hold of your book and turn the pages, we are using our hands to freedom and better our future, to understand who we are and who we can be. When we use our mouth to speak words of love and not hate, when we speak your name, Jesus, Thank you so much for listening in your precious name. Amen. Thank you for joining us for Saturday Night Life. If you want to learn more about this ministry, or if you want to talk to somebody about what you heard on this podcast, please email us at snl at nrchurch.ca. We'd love to get to know you better. Until then, be safe and be blessed.